Okay, we're we're on. I've got a little bit of a cold, um, but I've had it all through the tactical games. Well, and then all that dust down there didn't help yeah. at all. Yeah, that kind of stuffed me up too. Yeah, but so where it was good. Where, where were we? So yeah, so we're <laughs> going to talk about the tactical games today. So yeah. we were in. Was it in Washington? Yeah, it was kind of like a. Seemed like we were in St. George, Washington, and Hurricane all at the same time, but it was yeah. so down you, near St. George, Utah. Southern Utah, and uh, yeah, that it's called the Tactical Game. So it was out at a shooting range there, and just was so it was kind of a, a conglomerate, I guess, of yeah. fitness. So a lot of CrossFit type stuff, some running elements to it, and then also shooting while we were doing it. Yeah, and yeah, that's kind of how I describe it, like a. CrossFit Spartan shooting hybrid. Yeah. And it's it was so much fun. It was fun. I and you'd gotten me into it, you know, you and and Matt signed up and so yeah. I was like, yeah, that sounds fun and just just from a fun and training standpoint too. I thought yeah. going down and moving and you know, setting up and shooting and just that kind of stuff would be good practice. Yeah. And I came away like totally hooked dude. it's so cool <laughs> well my brother-in-law today we well but i was working with both of them <clears throat> and um one of them said hey brigham are you gonna sign up for the sniper challenge with me and he goes i i, I need to shoot more and i went brigham what are you gonna do there Mm-hmm. oh i need to oh you're gonna shoot oh you, okay cool you yeah. need to sign up yeah i mean that's one thing we need to do is just if you want to do something Go sign up. Mm-hmm. Go do it. Get out. Go. I'm going to shut that. I think it might just some sound coming in. Thank you. Yeah, and I like that. And it kind of intimidates you and makes you yeah. prepare. You're, kind of, you're like, okay, I've invested some money into this. Yeah. I've put it on my calendar. I've told some people I'm going to go. It kind of forces you. And that's kind of yeah. how this was for me, too. Yeah, e- even me this time. Last time I was, I was sick and I let it affect me. This time I was getting sick. I mean, obviously you can hear it in my voice. And I told myself, and this sounds so cheesy, but I was like, I'm going to Navy SEAL this. <laughs> like, yeah. if I get sick, I'm pushing through no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, last time I didn't. I let myself I, I let myself go. This time, like, it's going to happen. Yeah. And it was cool. It was, it was by far the funnest tactical games I've done. That's awesome. Yeah, that's way cool. It, it was, yeah, I don't even know. It was just a good time. Yeah. It, so how, It was a lot of fun. How can we tie this into... Uh, Cash cap. Yeah, so I've thought a lot about this. You know, we said we're going to kind of talk about it in a in a business sense, and then in a in a fitness sense too, maybe on a later one or, or on a different platform. But uh, I've thought a lot about that. There was a couple takeaways that I had that really I thought we need to talk about these things because yeah. it shows the benefit and the fun that you can have in running a business and how much yeah. fun that can really be. Yeah. So. Um, the first one, and a lot of them are questions I have for you. Oh, um, kind of too. So this might be more of an interview than more. Okay. Of, I don't know. It might put you on the spot. No, that's cool. But um, the first thing that came to my mind is building a business around a passion. We talk about that a lot. Yeah, and that passion could be something that we really enjoy to do, something that we really see value in, or it can be an actual hobby or something like that, that we just love to do. Yeah. And I saw that with you this weekend because, you know, obviously it ties right into your CrossFit gym. It's something that you're building momentum, um, in to complement the CrossFit gym. 
and yet you're able to go there. You're able to, I mean, there's just so many benefits. Yeah. Did you like, did you, so maybe this, did you see, did you go to your first tactical games thinking I want to do this as a business or were you just going there to be, to have fun? Yeah. Just going to have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, it, there was something about it that drew me in as far as I love shooting, uh, love firearms, love the second amendment. Um, and just the hobby of shooting and love fitness. Uh, so it seemed like the perfect combination. Yeah. So yeah, I just went to have a good time. And really, if I think back to almost any hobby that I've ever had though, I, I try to finance it through doing it. Yeah. You know, so like when I started CrossFit, I was like, well, I should probably become a CrossFit coach and then did that. And then, you know, ended up buying the affiliate and everything. Um, <clears throat> so I think that's kind of what I do. I find what I'm passionate about and then just kind of build a business around it. So you were originally a, so you coached for another GM mm-hmm. or whoever owned, was this, yeah. a, was Teton CrossFit Yeah, it was started, a thing before you bought it? Yep, exactly. Okay. And then, um, I bought into it <coughs> with, uh, with Trent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout time we bought out the other partner and then, um, we ended up buying out, uh, buying out, I don't know if that's the right term, yeah, but sure, it is, sure. buying out Trent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have, we moved locations, moved it here and put the rock climbing gym and the CrossFit together and then built yoga and kind of that yeah. front pro shop area. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's awesome to see the progression of a hobby and just, you know, focusing on that moving forward. I mean, it really is cash calf. Sure. It's, it's, you know, it all started out as just kind of something small and then we've grown it into something uh, a little bit bigger. And, um, if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, no doubt. And that's something that I, I really want, we want to just get across to people is that you can do your passion and, and earn a little bit extra income. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it's all about. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to get off subject, but this morning I, I couldn't really sleep. And I ended up at a gas station at like 4 a.m. And um, just got some diesel and I, and I got a diet soda. And um, I asked the guy, I was like, how are you doing this morning? I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, just okay? Yeah. Yeah, just okay. I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. Like, hey, have a great day. I hope everything's good. Went to another store later on. Hey, how are you doing? I'm all right. Like, dang it. Yeah. Just all right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just all right. And then I was at another store, and someone asked someone else how they were doing. And this guy went, dude, I'm not feeling very good. I got hammered last night. <laughs> I'm like, what day is it? It's <laughs> yeah. Wednesday. You got hammered on a Tuesday night. I was like, man, that sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, these are people that they're good. They're probably, I don't know them, but they're probably good people. And they just are doing things they don't want to do. They're probably going to a job that they don't want to go to, and they don't know that just barely outside of that, it's not hard, it's not far away, barely outside of that is exactly what they want to do. Mm-hmm. That happiness, that that joy that they're seeking, a lot of times it's just shifting your job, shifting your focus, shifting your passion. Yeah. Not shifting your passion, it's shifting towards your passion. Yeah, focusing on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So 
<clears throat> well, it's it's interesting too. Sorry, not to cut no, you off, great. but it's interesting too when you think about. I think a lot of people have the mentality that like, well, if my hobby becomes my business or my job, then it's not fun anymore. Yeah, and it's kind of like you know I can see how that could be the case, but I'm I think if if that's the case, you're doing it wrong. That's on yeah. you. That's not on the business or on the 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 hobby or anything yeah. else you haven't structured it in a way that is fun yeah. to be able to take advantage of that i think you hit the key and that's the structure there's a book called the e-myth by michael gerber mm -hmm. and he talks about being the technician the manager and then the entrepreneur the business owner very quickly we have tried to become the business owner instead of the technician and that is what maintains the passion yeah. So if I had to come and do it every day, yeah, I, I don't think that I would enjoy it as much. So, th I mean, we learned this pretty early on. Like, we have to shift it or we're going to hate it. Mm -hmm. So find people that are passionate about it, that want to work it, whether that's part-time or full-time, and then let's make sure that they're reaching their potential and finding their passion. Then they're happy, we're happy, and we can continue to do things that we like. For sure. Well, and that's important. I think it's awesome that you guys recognize that early and structured in it kind of from the get-go probably. Yeah, it was pretty early to, on. To have that. I see a lot of people that, you know, just haven't done that. Like even I think about my dad on the farm, like he was, and not that, not that he's done it wrong or anything. He's yeah. been very successful. But I think he even maybe saw that, that he got to a point where he's like, I don't want to be out, know that I have to be the guy out driving the tractor every yeah. day, you yeah. know? And so, so yeah. I need to shift some of that. Now yeah. there is things about that, that he loves. The guy just gets up at 4 yep. AM and just works because he loves to do what he's doing. Yeah. But you know, I think that there is that point that it's important to notice that and say, okay, I've got to kind of back off a little bit here and somebody else do some of that other stuff. And I just focus on what I like to do. Yeah. We read that very early on and it just, and I say we, cause all of this is with Kira. Right. I mean, it, this would be nothing without her. Um, <clears throat> she's also just so passionate about people. So it almost doesn't even matter the business. She just loves the people. Yeah. And so that's kind of, that's kind of cool too. I'm not, I don't rock climb every day. So I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm really passionate about rock climbing, but I am very passionate about watching people have a great time sure. and adding value and leaving the gym going, man, that was awesome. Like I love to kind of just blend in a little, I mean, I mm -hmm. just, I never tell anybody here, hey, I'm the owner. Right. I, I hate, like, I don't do that. <laughs> also, um, <clears throat> employees are coworkers. Like that's mm -hmm. just how it is. Yeah. It's just a team. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I love to just kind of come in and listen, walk around while people are rock climbing and just what they say and you know usually they're having a great time and it's like man that's awesome yeah like that's what it's all about yeah it's fun that's cool so so when did you so as far as the tactical games yeah when did you kind of like the wheels get turned and you're like all right i i think that this would be something that we could build into something to complement the gym yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's a good question. Because you've been to a few of them, right? You've yeah. been to a few different ones. Yeah, and... I've done three now. Um, so same, early on in the tactical games career, let's call it. Sure. Um, it's not a career, just a passion, just fun. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to go out and shoot a bunch of steel, mm -hmm. steel targets. 
Um, I wanted to have the stuff to do it, but <clears throat> you know, it's one thing to want it. And then it's the other to go out and drop a couple thousand to have all the steel targets. Yeah. So in my mind I go, how do I pay for the steel targets? Well, we get a trailer and we rent the trailer out, you know, 50 bucks. You can take this out and you've got all the steel targets that you'd ever want to shoot. And that supplements it. You know, that's how I can justify it in my mind that it's all good. Yeah. So, you know, get that going and you want to have a name on it. So, uh, Teton tactical just mm-hmm. sounded good. So mm-hmm. we got the trailer wrapped and then, um, started to do kind of some programming for some people and just, you know, people would kind of chat online or whatever and you just help them out. Hey, try this out. Go, go run with a sandbag. Yeah. Go, go run a mile with a, a 20 pound sandbag. Okay. Now put on a vest. Now do some burpees, you know, just kind of moving in that direction. And, um, it's just barely going further and just cause of some of the networking down at the other, um, at the one that we just went to. <clears throat> and, um, that's kind of the fun thing. You network, you talk and you go with the flow. Yeah. If, if the wave is pushing you in a direction that you want to go, you go with the wave. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, and that actually leads into like, I think that's cool. Like, it's awesome to see that like, Hey, this is kind of fun. I'm interested in this. You move along into that. And then it's kind of like, all right, there's obviously probably other people that I'm associating with that want to do this too, because it's like-minded people. Yeah. How can I add value to them and help them get into this? Cause it is. And I think there's a lot of value there because it is kind of, you know, just to, for me, for instance, you know, I went, this was my first one. And the only reason that I'd ever heard about it was you, you put on a clinic here at the gym, you know, kind of talking about it and stuff. And it's one of those things that I never would have signed up for on my own, Yeah. but all of a sudden you have two or three buddies that are doing it and it's like, oh, well I'll go hang out with those guys for a weekend. Yeah. Even if it's just, we go hang out and shoot a little bit and it's nothing more than that. That is great. Yeah. You know, but then, but then it's like, then it's like, Hey, this is, you know, you get down there and so it gets you out of that comfort zone and gets you to, you know, so there's a lot of value there where you can introduce people to that where they normally wouldn't have done that for themselves, you know? So it's really cool that way. The other part of it that I've thought a lot about is the networking part. Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about that and just, because it was really cool to go down and watch you, your people skills and your networking skills. Like you're, it's just natural for you. And you're, you're probably, yeah, you're, see, you're probably, even... you're probably like, dude, shut up, whatever, you know, <laughs> no, you're good. but like, it's way cool. Like, cause I'm pretty inter- introverted, you know, yeah. and, and stuff. And, and I got to know some guys down there as well and it was good, but just the way that you, approach people and have a good time doing that and are easily able to start up conversations. It was really cool to go down and watch that. Well, I appreciate that. And you met some way cool people out of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. There's great people down there. That's one thing. I mean, not to shift it onto other people is just what I do. Uh, my brother-in-law, he, Mm -hmm. he loves it. I think for the fitness and the shooting, but it's really the people, you know, he walks around and just, Hey, how's it going? And he just gets to know him so well. And I mean, that's kind of the fun part. Mm-hmm. And if anyone listening is scared of like gun people, go to a tactical games. Yeah. 
I mean, the safest feeling place that you could be. But sorry, I'm not trying to shit. Yeah, no. Yes, and I love talking and, to people. And it is interesting, too. I've been to, you know, <laughs> different shooting events and training events and, and that kind of stuff. Every one of them yeah. has been probably the most positive group of people I've ever been to, you know, yeah. like show up and just say, I'm new. I've never done this before. Yep. And they'll like roll out the red carpet. Like, Hey, yeah, come here. I'll help you. Let's look at your gear. Yeah. You know, like, like they're very accommodating and really make That's you cool. feel, feel like, uh, like you matter and yeah. like they want you there. Well, and even in the, in, and this kind of rolls into the people, people skills thing you know morning briefing which was really early mm-hmm. what was it five yeah. or six i think it was five i think we had day. to yeah <laughs> so you know they ask how many new people are there here what a what a great question when you kind of know that it's going to be a lot of new people yeah you know if you know that there's one or two it might make them feel kind of like oh crap i'm the well there was like three quarters of the people yeah right up front brand new and they're like sweet we're so glad you're here i mean that's really you know, let, let's say you have a, a new business and someone walks in. Hey, have you ever been here? No, I haven't. This is my first time. Yeah. Are you serious? It's your first time? I'm so glad you're here. That's actually... Good point. That, that brings me into um, just thinking back to when we started the rock climbing gym. We, we needed every single person to walk through that gym. We had to pay rent. We had to pay the loan. We had to pay insurance. Someone would walk in. We were genuinely excited for them to be yeah, there. Yeah. Like, wow, you're here. <laughs> like, we started something, and you're you're actually here. Uh, and that was good. That was something that when we kind of stepped back and let a manager take take point, um, we had to instill a little bit into them. Like, just so you know, the customer writes your paycheck. You know, for sure. Which is a book title. I didn't come up with that. Oh, <clears throat> really? Yeah, yeah. It is a book title. Very true, though. Yeah. Um, very true. Um, and I think a lot of business owners don't recognize that sometimes and they yeah. don't treat their customers in that way. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, that's, that's the fun thing about small business. If you don't, you're done. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, that's not fun to be done. It's fun that if you're good with people, you're probably going to be okay. Successful. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what was some of the, like, it was so cool, like back to the networking thing. It was cool to see like, cause you know, we'd go back, we parked some, we, we took some motorhomes down. And so, you know, we'd be hanging out afterwards or whatever. And you're like, you'd come back and you're like, I just met some guy that's a distributor or whatever, you know, like, yeah. and, and so you were able to, you know, make that con, con that connection. Yeah. And like, it was like that all weekend long. Like you'd come back and tell us all the cool people that you'd met, that you'd met. And that's, I think that's, cool in a few different ways number one obviously just meeting people is cool it yeah. is fun to talk to people and learn their stories but we are a business show yeah and so kind of speak to that a little bit <laughs> as far as from a business perspective yeah like that's invaluable to go down and make some of those contacts don't you think and, oh, and I, network I with some of those people totally agree that it's invaluable but honestly none of it was thinking business-wise. Right. And I yeah. know that that's yeah. the case with you. You didn't go there to, to network. You went there yeah. to have fun and make, make friends. Yeah. But, Which, but there's a lot of, Oh, there's a yeah. lot of business that's done because you meet good people and want to do business with them or whatever. For sure. You know? And that's, I mean, we had that, that, uh, 
episode on networking mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it it's that you know you start to get to know people if i were to write the tactical games and say hey i want to do I'm just throwing it out there. This is not like a real thing, but hey, I want to do some training for you. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, random guy. Everybody wants to do some training for us. But then if I become friends with someone who works in training at tactical at the tactical games, mm-hmm. and you go, hey, I want to do some training. Sweet. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I know you. Yeah. Um, that's That's business in a nutshell. You know, you meet someone who knows someone who knows someone, and those connections get built, and then you add value to each other. Yeah. And and I, I would say, you know, that adding value to each other is the most important part. We can't ever just go, how can I extract value? That doesn't Absolutely. make any sense. We can't get something for nothing. So well, we give. Yeah, we've. that's what I was going to say, is we've talked about giving more value than we're yeah. taking. Yeah, and somehow that value will come back, but I don't, I don't care how it comes back because I want to make sure... Maybe this even like comes down to a, a almost like a religious thing, you know how we how I was raised or or whatever. Like, if I just give, then maybe in the end it's all okay. I, I don't know. Maybe that sounds kind of weird, but like I want to give the benefit of the doubt. I don't want to be wrong, and if value is wrong, I don't I don't want it to be on my end. Yeah, and we've thought that yeah. we've experienced that too. Like we've had a, times when we're like. We don't know what the next step is. Yeah. Like we need, like, we don't know where, you know, in starting businesses, we don't know if this is going to be successful or not. And so it's like, well, we need to give, we need to give some money. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we need to help yeah. somebody out. We need to give more, which is contrary. Cause it's like, well, I ought to be keeping as much money as I possibly can. And it's always been magnified big time That's over awesome. what we've done. Yeah. It is cool. I actually had a shift. <clears throat> um, you know how a lot of charities, uh, a lot, a lot of money goes to administration. Mm-hmm. I had this little time. <laughs> I had, I had some time where I would be bothered when they would ask me at a rest, like at a restaurant or you mm-hmm. know, like Taco Bell or whatever. Like, hey, do you want to donate to this? And be like, do you know the administration fees and <laughs> how much we're paying to administration? And then it hit me one day. I was like, it doesn't matter. Does it really matter? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm, if I actually just want to give. Does it matter? No. Just give. Yeah. If you can. I think it'll all just work out. Yeah. And and, and maybe it doesn't work out financially, but it'll sure work out in how you feel. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more that goes into all of this business stuff than just finances. Mm-hmm. You know? And if they mismanage the money, then that's on them. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's happened lately. Yeah, like, well, I thought the same thing. You yeah. You know, it's like... And I, tr- you know, we try to give money to good, good yeah. things, obviously, like making yeah. choices. But yeah, same thing. I've had well, the same kind of thought. Lately in the news, um, there was this very prominent three-letter uh, <clears throat> charity that Amazon stopped giving them money. They'd give them like $63 million, and then they couldn't account for where it went. Hmm. And I mean, I think that if you run a charity, it is so important to, to show where every single dollar mm-hmm. goes. And you know, if you run a charity or work for a charity, it's perfectly fine to take administrative fees. Yeah. That's not a million dollars a year, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're here to give, you know, and if someone's giving for a cause, it's not my cause. Like it's yeah. not the Tyler Martin foundation. Like 
give to me and let me build a big, huge house. No, like we're here for others. Mm -hmm. And then add value. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I, <clears throat> so just. Yeah, you're going to have to keep think. circling me no, no, back. No, 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 it's good. No, yeah. it's good. We both do. We both like get on our little yeah. tangents and go down. And, uh, and well, like I think kind of the other thought that I had is kind of putting those two things together and just like big picture looking, you know, as far as the overall benefits of having a business where around something that you're passionate about and things that you like to do. Yeah. Like the benefit of that. There's, yeah. there's like, obviously there's some, like just the fulfillment benefits and that yep. kind of puts everything in there. Yep. It puts but, it all, all together. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, there is obviously money benefits. Yeah. So you, you know, like if somebody starts a business around something that they love to do and they're going to events to network with people, you can write, that's a business expense. Absolutely. You know? And so how valuable is that to be able to be doing something that you would do anyway or that you like to do and and being able to have that as a business yeah. type expense or, or build, you know, just, I don't know. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's it. Well, our friend who also comes to the gym mm -hmm. and is our accountant and is going to do the tactical games in in. Oregon. Yeah. <clears throat> he was like, Hey, good job on that trailer. It's a tax write off. Yeah. You know, did, did I break even last year on it? No, but I had to justify it. You know, like, Hey, if I'm going to go out and, sh and mm -hmm. buy the steel to shoot, then we need to, well, it did it break even. No. And it might not, mm -hmm. but it's a write off. Mm -hmm. It's one where, you know, if I go out there and we're networking with people and we take out some friends and we're talking about the tactical games and training and all of that, it's all a write off. Yeah. And I don't know if people understand write-offs, and I'll be honest, I don't know if I understand write-offs to, to a certain extent. But if it's related to your business, whether it's gas or that, that trailer or it's your pickup or it's mm -hmm. ammunition, it's, there's so much. And you know, work through your accountant and work with professionals to yeah, know you have what's to, there's okay. There's a line there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But those kind of things are technically income because they're a write-off in my mind mm -hmm. i'm not saying that yeah. you're making the money off of it technically you're losing money but then it's you're not paying as much off. in tax yes yeah. that's that's yeah yeah well and i think too like even like say with your trailer for example like there's business there's business resources no not resources like there's there's positive business things that happen even not around, like, so you have to have your trailer to go down to these games, right? Because you're yeah. throwing a bunch of gear in there, yeah. you're taking all your stuff, whatever. So, you know, you bought your trailer that makes it easier for you to go down to the event. Well, say you make a business contact, like this di distributor guy, yeah. that now you're able to do what do business deals through or whatever, yeah. and, and say that that, obviously is going to be the way that you build your business. Like the trailer itself yeah. Yeah. wasn't the cash flow part of it, but it allowed you, it gave you the opportunity and the, you know, to be able to travel. Yeah. It was a resource that you used to be able to travel down that got you in contact with that guy that actually maybe will 
help build, you know, yeah. that contact helps build the business forward. So I think yeah. it doesn't, I think a lot of people, I think you're right. I think a lot of people think like very linear, you know, in and out kind of things. And it's like, well, that doesn't have to necessarily be, you can be very creative in how something benefits your, your business, yeah. you know, and, and riding, riding the wave toward where you want to go. It might not get you exactly where you were originally thinking, but that whole thing with the trailer, it's analogous to our entire life. You know, if someone's like, Hey, let's, I want to start pushing in this direction and find my, find a career around my passion. It might not be exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, you might say, Hey, I want to be a competitive shooter here and there and there and make money like that. Well, then you find out that, well, maybe it's being a sales rep for an yeah. ammunition company. And now you get to go do the tactical games. Yeah. Well, I'm creating value. I'm trading value. And now I get to go shoot competitively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just didn't happen to be how I thought that it was going to be. My life is not how I thought that it was going to be in any way, shape or form. Yeah. I knew I wanted to have a business, but I didn't know exactly how or where or why. It just kind of worked out because we were moving in that direction. And then you just flow. It, yeah. it, you have to. If you push back, it just doesn't work. It's like pushing against a wave. It's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. You know, push against a wave of water and see what happens. Yeah, sure. No, I think that that's... And I think a lot of times people try to compartmentalize stuff like, okay, well, my business or career is over here and my family's over here and yeah. this is over here and this is over here. Well, that takes a lot of time to say okay, I'm going to do this for an hour a day and this yeah. an hour a day and this an hour a day. I kind of group them all together. Yeah. Like I'm running kids around while I'm doing business and traveling while I'm doing business. And you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of overlap there. Like yeah. I kind of just look at everything as business, you know, like that's cool. And not like set yep. it on a pedestal. Like, for Oh, sure. this is business. No, like, no, just life is business. You know, you're well, always working to kids? be better, you know, and you're, yeah. you're working to, increase value you know i mean that's all it comes down to and so i think i think it's a i almost think that it's that too there's an efficiency that comes into building a business around your passion yeah you know there's efficiency in the fact that you're passionate about it you're going to work harder at it you're going to do a better job at it and everything else there's also efficiency where you can you know maybe a there's a a seminar or a trade show that you want to go to and you're going to use that as your vacation for the year, but you're totally over, like you're to, you're so passionate about it that that's what you would want to do anyway. And so you're going down to this trade show to, um, obviously network, but it's also a vacation. You know what I mean? Like there's just a lot of stuff that you can overlap Yeah, and it just makes the, to me, it makes things just more efficient. You're not having to you know, segregate time out for each individual part of your life. I don't know. For years, I've <clears throat> I've said, and I actually think I said it on the podcast, it used to be 30000 a year, but it's kind of like bumping up because of inflation. Yeah. Um, I would much rather make 50000 a year doing what I love than 100000 a year doing something I hate. Mm-hmm. Or you can bump the numbers up. You can... A million dollars a year doing something I hate. I have no desire. Yeah. Just 50 hours a week of something I hate. No. Yeah. It is not worth it. It is, it is not worth it at all. 
Well, and comparing things is so inefficient. Like, yeah. just look, maybe I'm on the, I'm, I'm saying efficiency a lot. I here, haven't but, even noticed, but uh, I think you're right. But, or maybe it's so like, we have no way of knowing. So say somebody makes $30,000 a year, but the, the reason they're only showing that they make $30,000 a year is because they're actually traveling around to all of these, okay, good all point. of these things. Yeah where they're competing or whatever it is. So they actually just spent the whole year traveling, but they're only showing 30,000. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, that's a really it, good point. It's so <clears throat> convoluted that we yeah. it's hard to compare this person's 30,000 to this person's 100,000 or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah, I like that. That's, like, a, that's a really good point. Like say I make $30,000 a year and all of my, I took, I took, three months worth of vacation because I was traveling around to compete in tactical games or yeah. whatever. Well, 30,000 a year Sounds is a heck great. of a lifestyle, Yep. you know, but that's some of the cool things that you can do with business is you can totally integrate it into your life and the things yeah. that you enjoy and why not to really benefit yourself and benefit other people while you're doing it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like that a lot. That, that ties all of that in very well. And why not? You know, if you're mm -hmm. passionate about video games, why are you not recording it and throwing it up on whatever that website is that you throw it up on? Um, okay, I can't remember the name. But you can throw your your, mm -hmm. your video games up that you're playing and make money. Lots. There's, it blows. So I always I feel like a failure sometimes because you see how much like those kids make. Oh, dude. It's like huge. He made $20 million doing video game yeah. videos. And that Mr. Like, Beast guy that was on Joe Rogan? Yeah. It, that takes no money. Yeah. Like he makes millions a year and he's like, I don't, I don't really pay myself anything. Well, and that's the perfect example yep. is because he's taking that money and he's putting it right back into something that he's passionate about and thinks it's cool. Yeah. You know, like that, that's like amazing. All of his stuff is all write offs. Yep. So like, I think he bought an $800,000 private Island <laughs> and flew all of his buddies down and they like just went and explored this private Island. It didn't have anything on it, but they're doing like a safari out through the jungle and stuff. Yeah. That That's Island awesome. was probably a business write-off. Probably. I don't know oh, I'm, exactly I'm sure. how that works, and but then, if you did it for a video, yep. That's an $800,000 write-off. Yeah. You and, know that, and, 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 it, and, and it was a legit... I think sometimes, too, people think that write-offs are like some loophole or something. Yes. No, it was a business expense. That's the same thing, you know? Yeah, and that's what I was just going to say. Look at the value trail there. There was obviously a country or somebody that had that land, mm -hmm. and they go, we should sell it. Okay, well, now that value was just transferred to that individual. Now the planes to get them down there, the local food that goes into it, the local people that are going to help out, mm -hmm. all that stuff, it's all value transfer. Yep. That's what all business is about. And I think as soon as we get away from that value transfer, that's when it becomes like, and I don't have anything against it, but like the corporations, mm -hmm. you know, the big bad corporation. When, when the passion is lost and the customer service doesn't matter and we don't care about people anymore, that's when I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think I think a lot of people look at it the wrong way too. Like take Donald Trump for example. Yeah. Like uh -oh. everybody's like you know bashing on him because like the the uh, clip in the debate where she's saying that he didn't pay any taxes. Yeah. And he says, "Yeah, cuz I'm smart." Yes. <clears throat> well, what what does he mean by it? And she <clears throat> guaranteed she does the same thing, but she was Absolutely. trying to vilify him on the stage. Yes. But 
everything he's writing every like he is he okay donald trump does business all the time that's yeah. all he does because he loves doing it yeah and so donald trump is involved in business activities 24 7 now obviously there's probably some personal stuff that he owns as well yeah but the majority of his stuff is owned by his businesses so his private jet is a legitimate business expense so he can yeah. fly around and check on his properties or whatever. And yeah. I think a lot of people look at rich people and think, oh, well, they're just using a tax loophole to buy jets and expensive cars and everything else. No, it's a legitimate business yeah. expense that everybody can take advantage of. Yeah. Well, here's a little nugget for people. There's no such thing as a tax loophole. Yeah. It's the tax code. Everybody everybody can use it in the same way that Donald yeah. Trump uses it. Everybody can. And if you're trying to loophole it, if you're trying yes. to get around it, that's not what we're about. Right. Like, follow the book. Mm -hmm. The thing is, the book was written in a certain way, and he follows it. Well, and, and, and I think, too, that the government was probably... I, the government is smart in a way. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. uh, we can go into a lot of ways. Where well, not individuals, smart, but they are giving incentives to people to add value to the economy. Yeah. You know, that's why they're allowing Donald Trump to write off his jet is because they know if he had, I keep saying write off why they are letting him have a biz, the jet as a business expense. Yeah. Because if he is <clears throat> able to go around and develop real estate or whatever it is, then he's adding more value. Yep. You know, so there there is incentives there that the government has. If you invest in real estate, if you are starting small businesses, they have made incentives for you to use so that you and it's not even incentives either because it's yeah. all just business expenses. Yeah. And it's it's, our, it's, it's it's our own money. Or it's cut and dry. It's business expenses. Yep. If you talk about it in a sense of actual corporations, uh and correct me if I'm wrong, if you know a, a corporation is treated as an individual. So it's not Donald Trump's money. It's that individual's yes. money. It's, yes. You know, it's all, it's all of that. And so it doesn't really matter. That entity is getting income and probably paying tax. Well, they are. They're paying taxes on it. Mm -hmm. But then throughout the expenses, the taxes go down. But what we don't realize is how much we're taxed. And I could go like way yeah. off. Yeah, we could... I mean, yeah. that's easy mm -hmm. when you start to just state all of it, but we're taxed a lot. So the fact that the tax code exists to where we can read it really well and know what's okay and what's not, it's no loophole. It's, it's business and it's your money and it's your customer's money and it's the value creation that has to do with all of that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I like what you said there. It's, it's not... The, the write-offs isn't even the word. It's, it's an expense. Yeah, it's a business. It's all expenses. Mm -hmm. And that's like kind of circling it back. <clears throat> um, that's how I think of almost everything. How can I expense this? And then also, too, that, that increases the economy. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. if I go, hey, I want this tactical trailer. Well, it just happened to be that this new trailer business opened up. We bought a trailer from them. We got it wrapped from somebody. Mm -hmm. We buy the steel targets to go in it. All of this is increasing the economy. And you could, I guess some people could look at it and be like, oh, you found a tax loophole. No, we increased the economy. Yeah. I mean, that's being pretty yeah. bold about it. But well, and you're creating a service for other people yeah. to be able to go out and 
train with it too. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's so weird. It is fun. Like it's to me, just the whole weekend and going down there was just exactly what we talk about here. I think, and seeing the value of starting things, starting businesses and things that you're passionate about. Yeah. I mean, what better way to live life than to have your work and your career and the amount of time that you spend doing that, you know, I mean, yeah. the amount of time we spend at a job or a career is like probably second to sleeping, you know, yeah. that's more than our family time. That's more than our vacation time. That's more than our personal time. So why not take that and find something that we're just absolutely passionate about Yeah, and, and do that most of the time. Think yeah. about the amount of value you can add when you have, when you, are working, you know, I guess the typical work week is 40 hours a week. Yeah. Like as an entrepreneur, just plan on working double that, you know, yeah. basically or whatever for a time. For a time. I mean, you can yep. structure it however you want, but there is some work that goes into that. But you don't care that it's 80 hours a week because you absolutely love what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and how much better are you going to become when you're working that amount of time in something that you enjoy and are passionate about? It's cool. I should have looked this up. Because now I have the question, who owns the tactical games? I don't know. And did they love shooting and fitness? I don't know. I was wondering, was it one of, because there was a few guys that I noticed were kind of running stuff. There's a guy named so one of those guys, Jared Halpert, I believe. Okay. I've seen him, I've seen him compete. And then I've also seen him work at him. I, I want, I don't know. I don't want to speak without, but I mean, just talking passion. Did someone go, Hey, I really like Spartan races and I uh, really like shooting now what would help SWAT and police officers and military and anyone that has anything to do with a firearm that has to move? Well, let's mix them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they call them battles for a reason. You know, you're in a firefight. You got to move stuff. You got to pull your buddy. Yep. You got to shoot from odd positions. It was pretty perfect, cool. Yeah, perfect training for just agility and, and shooting and being familiar with it. A firearm and yeah. stuff, you know, it was, it was cool. It, was it cool. is cool. And it was cool to watch you. You kind of thrived in that. Cause it was fun. I mean, you just, you had said, Oh, I need to come to CrossFit. I need to train. Oh, I need to CrossFit. I need to train. Well, then you go down and you just crush it. <laughs> I, I need, mean, you, I need to train. It, well, it was cool. It was <laughs> like, uh, those, <clears throat> those, um, sandbag over the yoke and then getting over the yoke. Oh yeah. You just found this fast pace and you just went. Now there's something I, I said, I've said the word analogous twice, like yeah, an, an analogy or whatever to it. I don't know. I read it in a book once and now I started saying it. Um, I like it. <laughs> it, um, you doing that is the same as you starting a business. You kind of just fall into this rhythm and then you just make it happen. And you, you probably weren't going, Oh, I'm going to beat all these other people you were just thinking, I'm in a really good rhythm right now. My heart rate's not going too high. My breath isn't going too high, but I still got to push it. Mm -hmm. Th if we could do that in life, throughout our life, throughout business, oh man, we'd be in such a good place. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. I uh, I don't know. Just when when somebody says go, it's time to go. Yeah. So, you know, that's it. Yeah. So well, Especially when you've signed up for it, which... Yeah. Is analogous to a business. You sign up for it mm -hmm. and they say go. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. Uh sign up for something. Yeah. 
I think so. I think that it, and even something that's going to be uncomfortable. Oh yeah. If there's a, and, and the, we always refer, we always reference fitness on this, yeah. you know, fitness and business because it's such a perfect oh, example yeah. of it. You want to, you want to get into running, but you can't run a mile right now. Sign up for a marathon in June. Yep. Well, that's too short a time frame. No, it's not. No. Sign up for it. Yeah. Put the money down. Tell your wife you're going to do it. Tell three buddies you're going to do it. And post it on your Facebook. Yeah. Your pride will not let you not do that. You will be up running because you have this thing coming. You know? Yeah. Like, in a business sense, like, put yourself in a situation that's uncomfortable. and makes That's cool. You, and makes you have to do that. You yeah. Know? Have you ever seen a picture of me with my shirt off? Probably not. Because I, so. I, I don't post it. I never do. So <laughs> I made, I think it was in December or maybe it was January. I made a Instagram account. I made it private. Mm-hmm. And it's called like Coach Tyler M 2022 Transformation. And I let three people follow me. That's awesome. And that was why. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? It hasn't been working for me so far. Just me saying that I'm going to do it. So my wife and my brother and one other person, mm-hmm. they see weekly pictures of me. That's a good idea. And if there is anything that uh, motivates me, it's I don't want over that year to fizzle out. I don't want over that year to not show a transformation. And because, and she hasn't done it because she's just not like that. But if Kira goes, where's that picture? Why didn't you post last week? <laughs> or my brother goes, hey, I've noticed you've stopped posting pictures. I don't want that. You know, and it's I, so I funny because that. they would never say that. No. But we, yes. but we do that to ourselves. Exactly. We hold ourselves accountable to that. Yeah. And that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. If we can learn to hold ourselves accountable, it's way better than trying to be accountable to somebody else. Yeah. Well, I've said before that this is good accountability for me. Yeah. So now that I said that about like, the marathon and posting stuff and telling your three buddies, I'm like, yeah, well, crap, what are my three goals? And yeah. what am I going to now, you know, I need to, <clears throat> I'm eating a little bit of crow cause I need to go and do that. You know, I yeah. need, I have some goals and everything, but I probably need to be better at expressing those to people, letting people know so that I am holding myself accountable there. So yeah. have you seen those? It's kind of like motivational videos and they're like, don't tell anyone just, put your head down and grind and make it all happen. Like that is one way of doing it, mm-hmm. but why not share it? Mm-hmm. You know, at least for me, I'm like, I don't want to grind and then find that I'm ahead of everybody else. I want to swim the wave with everybody else. Yeah. You know, I want everyone, everybody to, to be successful and to find joy and happiness and fulfillment. Like that's it. Fulfillment. Yeah. If we can learn to be fulfilled and I, I've had a tough time finding it. I think I'm still finding it. And I go through ups and downs, but fulfillment's what it's all about. Yeah. Like it'd be, for me, it would be boring to go down to the tactical games, put my head down and grind. Now, maybe that's because I'm not a competitor, you know, if I'm there to win it or whatever, which is awesome that people have that level of fitness. It's so cool to watch the intermediates and the tacticals and the the elites that just can go. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. But... I want to go talk to people and then compete a little bit. I even told myself, I was like, I'll push it, but not until the last quarter of the workout. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to push it till then. Because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be uncomfortable, but I didn't want it to be unbearable. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and I think, I think for, for me too, I do have a few goals that I keep kind of close to the chest. Yeah. And that's okay. You know? I think that's great actually. But other than that, like, I think that accountability is good. Yeah. You know, I, and, and anyway, it is. Yeah. It well, is good. I mean, and there's, I think there's some sacred goals mm-hmm. that we don't need to share with people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just throwing out, I guess what they could be is just, you know, you don't need to go out and be like, my goal this year is to be the best father that I can be. You know, like you can do that. Yeah. But also maybe being a father is something that I have my own specific goals on and I don't need to go share that. Right. But other things you can. Yeah. And that's, that's it. I guess in saying all of this, like, you know, putting your head down and grinding or stating your goals out, but it's very personal, mm-hmm. very personal what people want to do and do what makes you feel fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the takeaway. I think that's the, the moral of the story here is there's a lot of fulfillment and passion that can be had starting something around something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah, I would it's cool. challenge anybody to just see if you can add some value and, and uh, trade that monetarily for something that you're passionate about mm-hmm. and you don't have to lose that passion. You can keep it and it can evolve. And if you do lose it, structure it differently. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. You know. Yep. Cuz I think a lot of people worry about that. Structure it differently yeah. so you can do well, how many people want to do. How many people go, you know, I would start a business but I don't want to be married to it. Yeah. Well, me either. So structure so it different. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I I I don't want to work 80 hours a week. Then don't. Just know that there might be more value in adding more time in the beginning or maybe not. I don't know. It depends find, on the business. Find ways to find technology or something that helps yeah. be more efficient and not have to work 80 hours. Maybe it cuts it down to yeah. 40 or whatever. Well, and that technology. It's, it's, it's cool. There's I, lots of ways we can get around that too. Absolutely. True. Um, that technology. If I met somebody at the tactical games and then see them again in a few months or six months or a year, like it's cool. But what I've really liked is following on my Instagram, watching what they're doing to train. Yeah. Um, I have a friend, uh, Anthony, who was down there judging. You know, he got he got injured, and so he decided to judge. And just kind of following that and even trying to help him out a little bit. Like, hey, you know, try this as far as the injury goes. Go see this kind of person, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's fun. Was he the guy that always, because you talked about somebody that always competed in pink shorts. Yeah, that's Is him. that him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wondered, when I saw him, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's him. But He's such a anyway, cool guy. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. And then just just knowing people. Like, if I ever go to California and, you know, near, okay, I don't really know where he lives down there, L.A. Like, hey, Anthony, let's, there's another guy. Um, <clears throat> his name, Steve, his name's Steve. On Instagram, he's like Sturvygram or something like that. Hmm. And uh, he wasn't there. And before I went down, I was like, hey, are you are you going? No, I'm not going to go to this one. Okay, that's cool. You okay? Like, what, yeah. are you going to be the next one? Sweet. Cool, you're going to be there. Let's do this. Um, just fun. You get to know people. You get to follow them on the internet. Like, what is this internet thing? Yeah. You know? Well, there's that community. Yeah. You know, community is so important. And we almost... With social media, we've 
thought that it would bring people together and it does in some ways but i think a lot of times or i think more than anything we're probably more isolated individually than we've ever been and so being a part of a community where you can go and you know even if it's a few times a couple times a year or whatever yeah there's something about being part of a community of people like that where they know you you know them you recognize each other you know it's easy to start up a conversation six months later and, and yeah. it's pretty informal. There's, there's a lot of value to that, Yeah, you know, and just for mental health and everything else, you know, like being a part of something is, is good. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree. Anyway. It's, it's cool. And I mean, why is CrossFit so popular? It actually has more to do with the community mm-hmm. than it does with the actual workout. You know, that community is important and it's really, it's important for our soul. Yes. Yeah, so, being like more, more than we know. Probably more than the <clears throat> physical workout. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so that's cool. Well, I appreciate the questions. I yeah. I usually don't think about stuff like that. So no, it was good. Like I just had, it was cool to go down and watch. It was a fun time. It was a and, fun time, and it was just fun to watch you. You know, kind of be in your element, networking with people and stuff like that. Like it was, it was a good time. I appreciate cool. you reaching out to me to oh, me and cool. getting me to sign up because it was well, fun yeah thank you it was fun going down and uh even hanging out with with trent i haven't hung out with him that much in a long time yeah that was just fun, fun. My just boys a good group still of people like, hey when are we gonna go hang out with oh, trent dude. again yeah dude your kids they're so cool and kira she was like oh he brought you know he brought his boys I'm like yeah she's like that's that's like that's a lot of work you know and and i was like yeah but and she's like, that's amazing. Like, just so good job there. That's well, really cool. I don't know. But Thank goodness that Trent was there because well, he, yeah. like, made the trip for them. He loved, like, MJ was just any moment that Jeez. we were not, like, off watching stuff, you know, and competing. Yeah. He was, like, buddy-buddy with oh, Trent. Oh, yeah, he's telling him so jokes. Oh, and Yeah, yeah he's yeah, such a good great. guy. I love that guy. <laughs> it was fun. Cool. Well, hey, thank you for this. Um, that yeah. was fun. It was fun you to bet. talk about. We'll do one, maybe, like, a crossover episode where we do talk about kind of the <clears throat> the games themselves yeah um from like a fitness standpoint but just crossover episode it do yeah. um it's cracking fitness and cash calf just both of them i like that yeah i kind of had i wanted i want to talk to you about um yeah some of that training aspect shooting aspect and just you know i think we both kind of found some things that we want to work on it oh, yeah. better. So it'd be awesome to just sit yeah. here and chat about that and yeah. kind of talk about strategy going forward and takeaways from the last one. It'd be a lot of fun. That's awesome. Okay. So well, maybe, it. maybe tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it tomorrow. Okay. Sounds great. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you soon, man. See ya.